Hello everyone, my name is Sky Menhart and you are listening to Manic State of Mind, a podcast where I discuss my journey with bipolar disorder, mental health tips, and more. Welcome to the show. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I wanted to discuss something that has been very helpful for me on my journey and that is radical acceptance. So the first time I heard about radical acceptance, I was just starting in therapy and I was probably like 13 or 14 and my therapist mentioned it to me and she said, you have to have radical acceptance. You have to radically accept all the things you can't change and you have to have compassion for yourself. And radical acceptance is really cool because it kind of just allows you to be where you're at and accept yourself for where you're at. And it's it's like seeing yourself clearly and holding yourself and your experience with compassion. So acceptance is acknowledging reality as it is and not accepting or approving of that reality. So it doesn't mean you have to like where you're at. It doesn't mean you have to approve of where you're at if you if you are enjoying where you're at. It doesn't mean that. It just means you're accepting the reality of the situation for what it is and having compassion for yourself and not beating yourself up or comparing yourself to others or saying, I'm not good enough because X, Y, Z. No, you're just accepting yourself and your situation for what it is for where you're at. This can be a pretty crazy idea. That's probably why it's called radical acceptance because it requires a little bit of faith. It requires us to open ourselves up and have a little hope and just kind of trust the process. I came up with this phrase the other night when I was thinking about trusting the process because for me, trusting the process is kind of a hard thing. I've had a very hard time doing that. I really like to have control in my life and in certain situations. And so for me, the idea of trusting the process is a little scary. And sometimes I just want to get to the destination without going through the journey. But I think life, unfortunately, well, you know, not unfortunately, but life is all about the journey. Life is the journey. So we have to enjoy the journey and trust the process. We have to trust the process, not rush the process. And that's something I've had to learn. And radical acceptance has really helped me with that. So radical acceptance has been very important for me, especially in terms of my mental illness, in terms of my mental health, because I've had to accept that I have bipolar disorder. And this, you know, in life, most of us are given these things that are a little bit hard to deal with, something we have to deal with, and it's just not what we want. It's not what we envisioned. It's tough. It's not easy. But radical acceptance can really help us accept these things that we can't change. You know, I can't change the fact that I have bipolar disorder, ADHD, anxiety, depression. I can't change those things. But I can accept myself for that, for who I am, for what I have. And I can continue to move forward. And so it was really important for me in my journey to experience radical acceptance and to make it happen for myself because... I just need that in order to move forward and continue living my life. I need to accept what I can't change, even if I don't like it in the moment. So radical acceptance has really affected my mental health in a lot of ways. I think it has given me the opportunity to look at things in a realistic viewpoint. 
I'm a very emotional person, and so it can be really easy for me to get swept up in the feeling of everything. And if I'm feeling a certain way, it's hard for me to see the reality. A lot of times, especially when I look back on my past, I kind of romanticize people, relationships, and situations, and I'm looking at the past with rose-colored glasses. But when I can look at the past with a more realistic view and radically accept myself and what happened, it can begin to change the way I see things in a good way. Because I think sometimes it's good to look at things realistically without the, you know, the tinge of emotion or the the shadow that emotion can cast on our experiences, on our past, on our relationships. I think it can be really important to look at it from a realistic standpoint. And when you do this, it kind of allows yourself to see things for what they really were, what they really are, without making you feel a certain way, without allowing your emotions to dictate your experience. I have a hard time with that because, like I said, I'm a very emotional being. That's kind of how I relate to the world through my feelings. So it can be really hard for me to radically accept. But it has really helped me look at things in a more realistic standpoint and realize, okay, logically, A, B, and C, and, you know, these, I can't change this, but I can accept it. So that's kind of how it's helped me with my mental health. And I really, it's really helped me within myself, you know, very in a much more personal sense, because I've had to just accept myself for who I am. I am a perfectionist. I'm very hard on myself. I always have been. And if I allow myself to have compassion for myself and radically accept myself, I can begin to see myself in a more realistic standpoint. And a way you could do this is by looking at yourself. You know, we see ourselves as these flawed, horrible people. At least I do. I see myself as this flawed, horrible, negative, awful person who just makes so many mistakes. But I've had to kind of take a step back and look at myself like I would look at a friend. You know, if your friend is struggling, if they've made a mistake, you're not going to crucify them for that. You're not going to hold it against them or judge them. You're just going to accept them and say, you know what? Everybody makes mistakes and you're still a good person. There's still hope for you. And so it's important to give ourselves the same compassion we give other people. You know, I was, I grew up in a Christian home and I often heard the golden rule, treat others as you would treat yourself. But I think we need to treat ourselves as we would treat others. Because a lot of the time, I, in my experience, I've been way kinder to other people than I have been to myself. And so that's something I really had to learn. And radical acceptance has really helped me with that. Because I'm able to look at myself with compassion, with love, and with more understanding for what I've been through and for my experiences. I think it's important to give ourselves credit for all the work we have done. You know, it can be hard to look at yourself from a logical standpoint and say, yes, I've made mistakes, but I've also changed and I've also grown and I've learned and I've done better. It can be a little hard to do that because we're so critical. We're so mean to ourselves sometimes. And I'm speaking from my experience right now. I'm really preaching to myself here because I've often just been so overly critical of myself and I don't give myself a chance to just breathe and just be okay with the past and with what's happening in my life. And I think it's really important to give ourselves that chance and that space to just move forward and accept ourselves. 
So one thing I want to say about acceptance, and I, I touched on this earlier, but I want to reiterate this point. Acceptance doesn't mean you like or approve of your current reality. It's just the fact that you're acknowledging reality as it is. I'm going to repeat that in an easier way to understand. Acceptance is the acknowledgement of reality as it is and does not mean that you like or approve of that reality. I think this can be a really interesting concept to grasp because in our society, we're always told that unless we have this car and this house and this much money and this many followers, we'll never be happy. And I think this is just such a lie. And I think sometimes, you know, we look after these things. We want our dreams to come true. We put so much emphasis on manifesting money and change and power to ourselves that we kind of get lost and we lose track of what's really important, which is this moment. And so what I'm trying to say is it's important to be present in the moment. And it's important to, you know, be grateful for what you have, even if it's not a lot, even if it's not what you want. At the same time, you don't have to like where you're at. And I think this is essential. You know, a lot of times I hear people, this whole positive psychology sort of thing where you have to remain positive. All your thoughts need to be positive. If you have one negative thought or feeling, then you're going to manifest more negativity into your reality. That is such a toxic way to think because it's impossible not to experience negative emotion or negative thoughts every once in a while. It's impossible. And if we're not allowing ourselves to process our emotions in a healthy and realistic way, then we're not going to be able to move forward with our lives. We're not going to be able to experience life in a realistic, normal way. And so I think it's important to understand that you're not always going to like where you're at. And that's just a fact of life. You know, I'm not exactly where I want to be right now, but I can still accept where I am. I can still acknowledge that where I am still has meaning. I do still have a purpose, even though my life doesn't look exactly how I want it to look in the end. So I think that's an important thing to remember. Just because you are accepting your reality doesn't mean you necessarily like or approve of it. It just means you're just accepting it for what it is. And that's it. It's that simple. So another way you can accept yourself and accept your circumstances, I just wanted to give you guys a few key tools that have helped me. Um, Mindfulness and meditation. Obviously, it's always good to give our minds a break and allow our thoughts and our feelings to just take a rest, take a seat in the back, and for us to just focus on this present moment. I think mindfulness can be a really great way to start, especially if you're beginning with your meditation journey. It can be really helpful to start with some mindfulness practices and just really ground yourself in the moment. This is really good because it'll help you kind of accept where you are, but at the same time, you can still experience peace and still experience joy where you're at. It also helps with anxiety if you are someone like me who has a hard time winding down and having a calm mind and a calm body, it can really help to meditate or practice mindfulness before you go to bed or in the morning just to help your anxiety and help calm you down and bring you back into your body. I think I'm kind of the person, I've had a lot of 
like a lot of the times I feel way high, like high up in my body. I know this sounds weird, but I feel kind of high all the time. Not like from smoking weed, but just like my energy is just not grounded. And so it can be really helpful for me to do meditation and mindfulness and all this kind of stuff and just bring myself back into my body. So I feel like I'm actually living in the present moment. I don't know if that's dissociation or something. I know a lot of people experience that kind of weird out-of-body feeling, and I do get that sometimes, and I think meditation can be really helpful for that. Another thing that's really helped me accept myself and practice radical acceptance is allowing myself to process my emotions. A lot of times, I can be this person who I feel my feelings but I don't properly process them. I don't ingest them and understand them. I just kind of want to analyze them to the point where, okay, why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling this? How can I make myself feel better? And I'm not allowing myself to actually process these complex emotions that I feel. So I think obviously a great way you can do this is by journaling or by doing creative things like art writing stuff down, writing poems, writing songs, whatever helps you feel better and whatever helps you understand what's going on in your heart. I think that can be really helpful when you're trying to accept yourself because breaking down these emotions and understanding them and processing them is really essential into accepting your reality because you may not like where you're at, you may not like what you're feeling, but if you can process it, if you can learn something from it, then it can really help you along your journey. So another thing that's really been great for me is just practicing being grateful, practicing gratitude. I think it's really important to think of at the end of the day, think of three things you're grateful for that happened in each day. I used to do this more religiously, but I have kind of stopped, which I need to get back on it. But at the end of every day, I used to come up with three things that I was grateful for. And it would always just put me in a really positive mood before I went to sleep. And then I'd have less anxiety. I'd sleep better. I'd feel good in the morning. I think it's really important to practice gratitude because it not only does it bring us back to the moment, but it helps us see that things aren't all that bad. I think sometimes it can be really discouraging when we're in life and we're not where we want to be. We're not at our destination. We're not reaching our goals yet. But We can still appreciate what's around us and we can still appreciate what we do have. If you're into manifestation and the law of attraction, gratitude is the beginning and the end to all manifestation. When you want to bring more things into your life, when you want to experience blessings and abundance and joy and love, you have to start from a place of being grateful for what you already have and for what's coming your way. So I think it's really important if you're looking into manifestation or the law of attraction, which I've been interested in for a while, if you're looking into all that stuff, you'll find that gratitude is such a key ingredient to bringing more goodness into your life. And even if you don't believe that, you know, your thoughts create your reality, gratitude can still just help you feel so much better in the moment. And it does take a little bit of work. It can be a little hard, which is why, you know, I've fallen off the wagon a few times. But I think it's always important to come back to that gratitude and just resonate on that level because then more good things can come into your life and you can experience more positivity and more peace with where you're at. Another thing that's helped me, and I mentioned this in my last episode when I was speaking about irritability, um, I really have 
had to understand that feelings aren't always facts. This can be very hard for me because like I said, I'm an emotional person. I'm very in tune with my emotions. And so sometimes I feel like, oh my God, I feel so embarrassed, so awful right now. I'm always going to feel this way. Oh no, what do I do? And I kind of go into panic mode. But what I've had to learn is that your feelings, just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean it's a true fact. Like, just because I feel depressed right now in this moment doesn't mean I'm going to be depressed for the rest of my life. That's just not how it works. And so when you can understand this, you can kind of have a little more compassion for yourself and you can kind of begin to, you know, look at things with a more logical viewpoint. Like, yeah, I feel low today, but that doesn't mean I'm going to have a bad week. It just means I'm having a bad day. And if you can look at it that way, it helps you cope with your reality more. Even if you don't like where you're at, at least you know this isn't going to last forever. Another thing that I've learned with feelings not being facts is that feelings don't last forever. And that's amazing because if you can apply that to other things in your life, like this situation isn't going to last forever. I'm not going to be stuck in this job that I don't like living here in this town I don't like forever. One day, I'm going to be living my dreams. So that's really encouraging. Nothing lasts forever. And I know people, when they hear that, it's kind of like, oh my God, that's so like sad and terrible. But it's really not. It's actually really encouraging when you think about it in a positive way. Because that means the negative stuff you're going through now is not going to be with you forever. One day it's going to go away. One day you're not going to feel sad. One day you're not going to feel lonely it'll all change. And that's a really positive and encouraging thing. Another thing. So the, oh, well, yeah. So those are some things that have helped me with my radical acceptance. And radical acceptance has kind of changed my life in a lot of ways. Like, I just have more peace of mind. I can kind of, whenever I'm going through something really difficult, and especially when I'm practicing radical acceptance, I can look at it in terms of like a life lesson rather than a disaster or a crisis. I can always say, okay, there's something I can learn here. There's a lesson to be had. This isn't the end of the world. I know it's going to get better. It really has helped me become more positive and more open to learning and growing as a person. Another thing that radical acceptance has helped me with, which has been so important, is just claiming responsibility for my life and my actions. This is something that I never knew how to do until I was probably 21, which is pretty sad, but I had to learn that sometimes my life is terrible because of a choice that I made. And if I had made a better choice, my life would not be terrible. This can be a hard lesson to learn, but I think it's it's really worth it when you do learn it because you suddenly, there is no excuse for you to act stupid anymore because you know that you're in charge of your life and you make your own choices and you control the direction your life is going. So I think it's important, especially with radical acceptance, because when we accept ourselves, not only are we accepting the parts of, of ourselves that we love, that we celebrate, we're also accepting the parts of ourselves that are dark and flawed and that we need to work on and our trauma and our past and the mistakes we've made. We're accepting ourselves as a whole being, a whole 
polar, po- I don't know, polar opposite. I'm trying to like polarity, like the dark and the light. We're accepting all parts of ourselves, And so I think it's important to claim responsibility whenever we're doing this because then you, you have no excuse. You can no longer make excuses for yourself. You can no longer blame your parents or your teachers or mean people in middle school for your mistakes and for your problems because it's your choice. And I think that's really important, especially when we're accepting ourselves. Because when we accept ourselves, we're accepting responsibility for ourselves. And that is something I could do a whole episode on and maybe I will. So another thing that radical acceptance has helped me with is it has given me uh, some self-awareness. And I've spoken about self-awareness in a few episodes, I believe, but I think it's just really important to foster a sense of self-awareness and radical self-acceptance can really help you with that because you're looking at yourself from a logical place and you're saying, you know what, I'm accepting myself for who I am. I've done this. I've done that. I've been good. I've been bad, but I'm accepting all of it. And so it can cause you to kind of self-reflect have some introspection and think about yourself in a different way. I think fostering self-awareness is one of the most important things you can do for yourself in general, regardless of of if you have a mental illness or not. It's really important to know who you are and know the way you work because that's how you can begin to grow and change as a person and become the person you really want to be. So those are a few things that have really helped me and the radical acceptance has really opened a lot of doors emotionally for me. It's really helped me overcome a lot of things and that's why I wanted to share this with you today. I just hope you guys are doing well. I hope you are able to apply some of these lessons we've spoken about in today's episode and I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me talk today. And if you want more information about the podcast, please follow Manic State of Mind Podcast on Instagram. If you want to follow my personal account, it is Sky the Gemini, all lowercase, all one word. And if you want, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Sky Menhart. I don't really have a lot of social media right now. I'm just kind of trying to stay off of it, honestly, but I would appreciate a follow. Let me know how you're doing. If you have any ideas for a podcast or anything you want to hear, please DM me. I will be responding. And I will see you guys in my next episode. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.